You are listening to Church 101, a sermon series by Pastor Bay Allen. Let us pray. God, it is often in the fringes, in the outskirts that you walk among us. How often we fail to recognize your handiwork, even as you turn water into wine, we casually celebrate, forgetting the miracle in our midst. Give us eyes to see your glory. Give us hands to grab a hold. Give us a heart overflowing with joy and a mouth to give you praise. We often say in the Lord's perfect timing, teach us your timing. Teach us to be patient. Even when the miracle does not seem to come, grant us the endurance that we need to still hope for the wine which is hidden in the water. Let us to be part of something extraordinary that has been waiting for your command to finally come to fruition. We are your children, Jesus. You welcomed the children to come forward. Therefore, we come, praying with the confidence of children the prayer which you taught your disciples. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Today we encounter Christ in miracle. We we encounter him in the second chapter of the Gospel of John. Um, As we continue in our Church 101 series, we are looking today at Christ Does Miracles. Hear these words. On the third day, a wedding took place at Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, They have no more wine. Dear woman, why do you involve me? Jesus replied, My time has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Nearby stood six stone water jars, the kind used by the Jews for ceremonial washing, each holding from 20 to 30 gallons Jesus said to the servants, fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Then he told them, now draw some out and take it to the master of the banquet. They did so. And the master of the banquet tasted the water that had been turned into wine. He did not realize where it had come from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew. Then he called the bridegroom aside and said, Everyone brings out the choice wine first, and then the cheaper wine, after the guests have had too much to drink. But you have saved the best till now. This, the first of his miraculous signs, Jesus performed at Cana of Galilee. He thus revealed his glory, and his disciples put their faith in him. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. This uh, this passage of scripture it, it it can't help but draw to mind weddings at least not for me you know that's where my mind goes I I envision this wedding scene and I envision the oh no they've run out of wine at the reception and in all of it it makes sense to me I've seen quite a few weddings in my day and perhaps you too have seen or attended many weddings perhaps even planned your own and you still remember and you are glad it is behind you right. Um, because sometimes planning weddings are the things that make us lose our hair prematurely and say, why don't we just elope and go to Vegas and look for the Elvis, right? But what we see here is a beautiful wedding. Um, 
And the wedding has always been, uh, the focus has been on the union. It has been on the the two people coming together, two lives uh, brought together as one in the presence of God, in the presence of community. It's a beautiful thing. But the most of the expenses of a wedding, they don't take place in that union, do they? Most of the expenses of a wedding take place in the reception. It's in the reception where you got to hire a DJ or, or you got to rent a dance floor or, or you, you spend all this money on favors and there's little things in the middle of the table, the centerpieces, making it look beautiful. And some couples enter into this conversation. Is there going to be an open bar? You know, we see we see that there is pretty much an open bar at this wedding at Cana of Galilee and they run out of wine. I didn't enter into an open bar discussion with my wife when we got married. I can only imagine how much such an ordeal would cost. That is exuberance. The fact, the, the amount that we weren't willing to pay for our reception. Um, now, what I want you to know, Church 101, as, as we partake of commun- communion in the United Methodist Church, we don't use wine. We use juice. Um, we use grape juice. We realize that wine can be quite an issue for a lot of people. And so we have chosen to eliminate that stumbling block, and we use juice. Um, yet, yet today we see Jesus turned water into wine. What is with this miracle? It's an interesting first miracle, and I want to point something out that is usually drawn from this text. Sermon after sermon you see it, and that is the servants are the first to see the miracle. The servants are the first to see it. So, Moving forward in Church 101, if you want to see God show up and show off, you want to witness miracles, start serving. Start serving. That's where you'll see them. You will see more miracles on the sidelines in service to others than you will probably ever personally see in your whole life. This goes back to the community piece that we've been dealing with during this series as well. In community, we share the blessings. In community, we share Eucharist. In community, we share baptism. This is not just for the individual. This is shared throughout the church. So if you want to share in the miracle, start serving. Get involved. Now, that's probably the number one heavily preached theme from today's scripture. That is, uh, if you if you research this online, you'll see a lot of pastors going into that exact train of thought. If you want to see God at work, start working, start serving. Number two most uh, preached upon aspect of today's scripture is most likely God does something miraculous with the ordinary, something extraordinary with the ordinary. You see this here with water to wine. It doesn't get much more simplistic to... That's a total transformation right there. Water to wine. A talking donkey we saw in the Old Testament, right? You take something ordinary, something simple, and use it in miraculous ways. You see a little boy who fights a giant, Goliath. And even in that encounter, it's the simple river stone that overtakes the the armor and the sophisticated weaponry. It is something simple being used in extraordinary ways. God does it time and time again throughout Scripture. In the New Testament, you see it. A simple single-serving lunch of fish and bread becomes the, the meal of thousands. Taking the simple, the ordinary, and using it in extraordinary ways. And Jesus Christ was no different with the people he chose. It wasn't just things. It was people. He didn't choose the elite of society. He chose working class, blue collar, fishermen, just ordinary people and used them in extraordinary ways. This is a theme that you see throughout the entirety of God's word. 
And today we see water to wine. Just letting you know, we highly overlook the value of water in our country. For us, it is the most simple, ordinary, and to the extraordinary. Not so in other cultures around the world. However, God shows the extraordinary in something as simple as water. That'll preach. It's why it does time and time again. This scripture, uh, it, it goes that route. But I also want to point out a couple other things that aren't heavily preached upon that I feel are very important to the church. Number one, and this is my belief, we can argue and we can chat about this, but I don't believe this was Jesus's first miracle. I know it says first miracle. I believe this was his first public miracle. But I don't think it was his first miracle. I think his mother had seen him do many miracles, which is why she, without missing a beat, said, do whatever he tells you to do. She was ready for it. She knew. His first miracle. I believe his mother, mother had seen him do many miracles and probably even said, now don't let anyone see you, Jesus. You know, it's, they won't understand. It is not yet your time. Notice how he's like, it's not my time. It's not yet your time, Jesus. Wait till you're older. She was probably protecting him from people finding out who he truly was his entire life. It's not yet your time. I'm sure as his mother, she had seen quite a few miracles. I want you to write this down because this is important. Church 101, Jesus works miracles every day. Jesus works miracles every day. We, don't, we need to not forget this or undersell the miracles that we witness as the church. I want you to leave here today knowing beyond a shadow of a doubt that Jesus still does miracles, even today. They're at a party. The wine runs out. Jesus, make some wine. It's not my time. Y'all do what he tells you. Insert miracle. Really? This is his first miracle? What a way to get his feet wet, right? Water into wine? This isn't his first rodeo. This is when Jesus finally shows up and shows off and performs a miracle publicly. And I want you to know that Jesus still does this, performing miracles in the lives of you or possibly someone that your life intersects with today. Don't let yourself be fooled into thinking that his, this is his first miracle or the one that you experience in your life is his first miracle. I want you to know that it won't be his last miracle either. Jesus still performs miracles. A funny thing about this miracle or any miracle really is that miracles take on many, they take on many different shapes, many different sizes. You know, it's not a cookie cutter. One, one miracle doesn't fit all. And sometimes we overlook miracles because they're not necessarily our miracle. But that doesn't make them any less of a miracle. Water to wine. If an alcoholic reads this, it's probably more of a curse, right? Miracles look different for different people. And we could go into a deep theological discussion about how the stone vessels were originally set aside for purity. We saw that in verse 6. This was a religious custom, a Jewish cleansing, a purity rite. And Jesus used those containers to turn water to wine? Tainting those stone containers, which never needed cleansing. That's why they were made of stone. There's archaeological evidence of the, the site where the stone... Uh, where these exact kind of vessels were made for that Jewish ritual, the type of stone that was used. We could get into a long discussion about that. That's more of a coffee talk or maybe a seminary discussion, but is there something beneath the radar? 
Is Jesus saying something about the Jewish purity rites? Possibly. I don't think we need to focus on that. I think we need to focus on this. The miracle goes beyond the miracle. It always goes beyond the miracle. I believe that the master of ceremonies at the party had it right when he said, you saved the best for last. Even after all of the wedding, all of the partying, the drinking of all of the wine, the miracle wasn't that Jesus just gave. Let's add it up real quick, right? Um, He gave wine, but not just wine. Say, you know, the regular size wine bottles that you can get. Um, I don't know if you've ever given any wine as someone to as a gift, maybe a housewarming present or something like that. Um, But they can go anywhere between for one little bottle, about 10 to 50 dollars if you're getting good stuff. Okay. Jesus uh, gave wine. Now, five of those bottles is roughly about a gallon of wine. Five bottles each, 10 to $50, okay? Um, these six stone vessels, they held, we are told, 20 to 30 gallons each. So we'll meet in the middle and say that they held 25 gallons each. So that's 150 gallons of wine. That's 750 bottles of wine. Let's say $20 a bottle. No, this was the good stuff. Let's say $50 a bottle. That's $37,500 worth of wine that Jesus just gave like that. And that wasn't the miracle. The miracle goes beyond the miracle. The miracle was that the world finally got to see firsthand Jesus, the Son of God, making the impossible possible. Firsthand witnessing the ordinary be used in an extraordinary way. This is his first public miracle. And hopefully it reminded people God has always been doing miracles. You just quit looking for them. It says they didn't even know where the wine came from. How many miracles do we overlook? We sometimes pray for the weirdest things on our wish list. I mean, our prayer list. God, don't let the wine run out at the wedding reception. God, don't let me hit any traffic on the way to Pittsburgh, right? We pray for some weird stuff. But truth be told, God can be revealed in the weird stuff. God can be revealed in many ways. Miracles aren't always cookie cutter. In closing, I want you to take this away. God is at work in the simple things, doing great things. God works through people to bring about miracles. The servants are the first to see it. And God sometimes even works through old things, things that we've taken for granted our entire lives or misused or things that were taboo. God works through those too. I wonder if they would have drank that wine if they knew it came from those purity vessels. I'm curious. If they would have just gone on with their party or said, nope, we can't. It's another discussion. In closing, if you want to see miracles, get involved. Some ministries may seem strange to you, not appealing. Some some worship experiences may seem strange to you, not your bag, boring, lackluster, whatever. If you want to see miracles, do whatever he tells you to do. That's when you'll see God do the extraordinary with the ordinary. Not just once upon a time in the Bible, long ago, but today. This is real life stuff. God makes the impossible possible. Jesus saved us from our sins, died to set us free. And as if that weren't enough, today's scripture reminds us he is saving the best for last. I'd gladly fill a thousand 30-gallon buckets to see what he'll do next.
In the year 2019, let's find a way to serve. Find a way to do something more. Would you pray with me? Dear God, we are so thankful for the way that you take the ordinary and make it extraordinary. The way that you are constantly at work, even when we fail to to focus in with our eyes. Allow us to feel it in our hearts. Allow us to rest secure in the hope that we have in you. That you are active in this world. You are bringing about justice. You are bringing about miracles. Help us to get involved with that. And as your church, let us not lose our voice in proclaiming that. In the name of Jesus, amen.